0: So welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Voices of Crypto podcast. I am so glad to have you back and I have yet an amazingly jam-packed episode for you. I have a fantastic guest. Um, She's remarkable in every single way and I don't want to give too much away about her, but I just need you guys to get your cup of tea get settled because this is going to be an interesting ride and i say that as a pun so can i welcome charlotte birch to the podcast hi charlotte Thank you for having me. No problem. Thank you for giving me your time to be able to talk a bit about you. Um, Obviously, you know, this is the Voices of Crypto podcast. We really talk about people who are either in the crypto space that have had, you know, connections within the crypto space and their experiences and how their journeys have kind of transpired. So you definitely was someone that I really wanted to interview and speak to because you just you've just got such a powerful story. But i just just give you a chance to introduce yourself to the listeners who you are like where you're from what you do
1: Yeah, my rose so i'm charlotte birch um i'm 19 years old and i'm a racing driver from sorry uh this year i'm racing a lamborghini super trofeo in gt cup
0: Wicked. <laughs> See, I'm ready. Look, guys if you don't get your cup of tea i just to give you a second so you can get tea. <laughs> because when i met charlotte guys i couldn't believe how old are you charlotte
1: 19.
0: 19 years old, guys, and she is a girl racer. If that isn't my dream, <laughs> a girl racer and driving a Lamborghini, come on, guys. So this is gonna be super duper interesting. I'm so keen to hear more about you, Charlotte. Um, how you've kind of gotten into all of this and you know how crypto has played a part in your journey of kind of being a, a really super cool girl racer. Mm. So um I'm just gonna start off by kind of looking into into where you started. So before racing, kind of like your upbringing and kind of that journey to become a professional racer.
1: Yeah, so um, I guess when I was growing up, I never really had much of a hobby. I think I was always a little bit of a daredevil, but I could never stick at a hobby. You know, I tried dancing, I tried ballet and it just wasn't for me. Um, So yeah, I, I had a little trampoline in my garden, but that was about the lot. Um, so yeah, it was one Christmas when I was, I think I must have been 13, um, my dad got me and my sister a young drive experience at Brands Hatch, um, so it's just driving a little mini round the GP loop at Brands, um, and it's sort of there, I was like, oh, this could be something I'm into, so I think I was racing on that weekend, um, and watching some of the cars go round and walking around the paddocks and seeing all the cars set up, and it was just like, this could be something for me, um. So we came back home, and I'm sure mum and dad had their discussions about how to make it work if we want to start it, because you know it's an expensive sport. Um, so we searched around for the best value for money championship um, at the time. So I could only do junior racing. I was only 13 at the time, um, and then that's when we came across the Junior Saloon Car Championship. Um, so it's just driving a Citroen Saxo. Um, it was sort of all across the UK. Um, so that's sort of where I started, and. It was a really good race and I did that for two years and it was really great to sort of learn to race in those kind of cars because being junior championship, it was still ultra competitive. So yeah, it was um, a really good two years I had had in there. So that's, yeah, just sort of how it got started really.
0: So what inspired you? Obviously you said that you did that first kind of racing experience experience, but any other person would do the experience say oh that's really cool and get on what in that moment inspired you to make you feel like this is what I wanted I want to do with my life
1: I think my dad has probably played quite a big role in all my racing well he definitely has played a big role in all my racing um I was always around cars from a young age my dad's around garages and worked with race teams which did a bit of racing himself when I was too young to remember um so he's always sort of been big on like cars and motorsport um so when i sort of i came home and i was like oh i want to i want to have a go at this dad and i think he sort of used this opportunity to relive his childhood through me um and he was he was really pushing to either get me in a go-kart get me in a car Um, so he's been like a massive driving force behind my racing career you know he's run all of my cars um up till this point so he ran my junior car, he ran the Janetta that I moved into after. Um, so yeah, my dad has been a massive part of my career so far, yeah. Obviously coming into this
0: space, we know that there are certain sports that are really male dominated. Um, and even though there are some spectacular women who have like literally, just overshun a lot of the men in the space. This is a space that is very um, masculine and very male dominated. Um, how did you kind of slide into that? How do you feel like you fit into that? Obviously being a, a girl and a young girl like that. Um, what's your experience around kind of going into that space and being able to fit in and be accepted by the the lads?
1: I think going into it at such a young age, I wasn't really, aware that I was like that different to the rest of the boys I just thought as soon as the visor goes down it's just another car on the grid it doesn't matter who's inside it it's another car that you've got to beat um but I think as I've grown up in the industry you start to notice it a little bit more you might get treated a little bit different or just little bits like that but if anything it just motivates you even more to want to beat them if you know what I mean so it yeah it's 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 not easy but you know it's part of the parcel at the moment which it is changing there are more girls coming into the sport um yeah for sure it's um it's been tough but yeah and yeah. girls
0: race against guys don't they so it's not yeah. a girls cup and a boys cup it's everybody as you said when you put your visor down that's we're all it. the same yeah. my yeah. car just needs to be faster than yours
1: Yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> it. That's
0: <all> <laughs> so pretty much i just need a better car it doesn't matter about my makeup <laughs> my genetics
1: as soon as the visor's down it's just everyone's everyone's a racing driver yeah
0: and I think that's something really to respect in the sport itself um that kind of unity and that kind of you know any because I know that there is there's women who are like champions above like men when you come into this space have you met a lot of women like obviously there's not a huge amount but have you had the chance to meet a lot of women and get to kind of network with them is there like a a girl like this is all my fantasies is there a girl racer like little <laughs> oh, secret group chat because i want to join it
1: oh <laughs> um, yes yeah, so there's, there's loads of girls out there and um they're all really supportive and you know they all want to see each other succeed um i know some of the the w series girls who um it's like they're all female drivers in this series um i know some of those girls and you know they're all really supportive and they want to help you out and sort of get more girls on the grid i think i don't think there is any girls out there that are not against women i think they all just want to see see each other do well and succeed so yeah there, there are more girls coming into it and i think the more that us girls that are out here doing it networking then the more that will see it and it will it will reach out to the younger audience and get them in it to a, from a younger age so yeah, yeah. hopefully they'll um what we're doing is inspiring sort of the next generation to, to join in. Can you tell me a little bit more about the actual GT
0: Cup? So, you know, what it is, kind of its background, so the the listeners can really understand the format in which you're racing.
1: Okay, yeah, so GT Cup is new to me this season. Um, I've done a little bit of endurance racing before, but um, I, I did two seasons in Brick Car, um, but now moving up to GT Cup. Um, it's a big step. It's the second most prestigious, prestigious GT racing um, in the UK. Um, it's it's a lot tougher than I thought it was going to be. You know, there's some really good drivers out there. Um, the championship itself is is designed for GT cars, anything from GT4 to GT3 um, and everything in between, really. And that's kind of where it puts us.
0: Can you explain to us, like, what a GT car is? Like, what makes a GT car?
1: So it's like a supercar, so anything from like a Lamborghini, a Ferrari, um, there's some Ginettas out there, McLaren, so any kind of um, nice car if you like, Um, race car, GT4, GT3, so we're not quite a GT3, we're in between the GT4 and GT3, Um, so that's put us in the GTC group, Uh, so it means we're a little bit faster than the GT4s, but a little bit slower than the GT3s. So we race against uh, like Ferrari challenge cars, um, a genetic G56 as well as in our class.
0: Wicked! So the GT Cup is really all of our dream cars that we- <laughs> when, you're yeah. dream- when you're dreaming about being a-, a billionaire, your dream car is driving in the GT Cup, being raced around. And I think that's anyone's dream. Cause if you were a billionaire in the UK and you had like a McLaren or a Lamborghini, um, the speed limit of 60, 70 miles per hour isn't really- <laughs> In your, you know, it's not in your bucket list to drive your car. So, this is the perfect situation. You get to drive those fast cars at their, like, their top speeds and, you know, really experience the adrenaline. Obviously, you're not a one man show or one woman show. Um, You do have a team that you race with. Um, Can you give me a bit more insight about the team and kind of like how you got started with them?
1: Yep. So, this year I'm racing with Top Cats Racing. I got started with them um, end of last year. I was sort of looking around to different championships for what I was going to race in 2022. Um, And it was just by by luck, um, Jensen, who's now my teammate, um, just sent me an email and just said, do you want to race GT Cup, pretty much? Um, We we want want another car in GT Cup. So I said, yeah, sure, pretty much. Um, And I was signed up to drive the Marcos Mantis, which is what Charlotte my teammate used to drive last year um, and I was all signed up to ready to drive that and it wasn't until February Um I got the call from Jensen he just said there's a 99% chance you're not going to be racing the Marcos this year and my heart just dropped I was like "Okay, where's this going Um he said we're taking order of our second Lamborghini and I'm like right okay so I was just waiting for the catch and he just said yes yeah, you and Charlotte are in the Lamborghini this year and I was just, I just remember going to my dad's workshop and I was just in tears and I was just like, how has this happened to me?
0: So you guys have two Lambos. Yeah. I've personally seen these Lamborghinis. I was there at the reveal and that's where we actually met. Yeah. And one of them has your name on it, which I feel <laughs> like I'm changing, going to change my name to Charlotte just so I can <laughs> take that as well. But you're, you've got your name on the Lambos and all of this are, you know, the, the Lambos that absolutely spec. Um, but they were funded by a cryptocurrency called Hex and mm-hmm. the reason why I turned up at the reveal was because I actually am an investor in Hex I am a hexagon. Um so this was also a big deal for me because it's a part of something that I'm really passionate about um, but how did that relationship between like Topcats and Hex come about? Like, how did crypto get involved in racing?
1: So, it was actually five or six Hexacons came together um, and they paid Topcats Racing in liquid Hex. Um, so, they paid for the vehicle routes, as you say, maintenance and the running costs of the car. <laughs> Um, but the HEX wasn't actually cashed out. Um, it was reinvested back into HEX. Um, so we've set up a staker ladder for six years um, so we can take profit throughout the next six years. Wow.
0: So, yeah, that is very key. So anyone that doesn't really know about HEX... Um, just as a short explanation, it's it's a cryptocurrency and it's one of the first um, certificates of deposits on the on the blockchain. And what that really means is pretty much similar as an ISA account. So when you have your money, you can either have your money in your account, your current account and spend it, pay bills or whatever. Or you can use an ISA account where it, they say, you you know, your money's locked in for three years and every year you're going to get interest. but. Um, that's a pretty much this hex is pretty much like a a banking product um but on the blockchain and what it does is it pays you interest the longer and the more that you hold so you saying that you guys have you didn't spend that money is absolutely amazing because whatever you've been paid next year when you take it when you're ready to take it out it's actually going to be more than what you put in in the first place because you're going to get interest on top so it's really interesting that you guys decided to reinvest it and put it back in but instead make it more and i think that's one of the things that we lack when we think about crypto about the the delayed gratification i always say this in this podcast about delayed gratification that you can have money now but if you keep it and you hold it it's going to be worth a lot more in the future so just hold it and that's what you guys have chosen to do so this money is going to now fund the maintenance and the continuation of you guys having these cars and looking after them and every year or every month whatever your staking ladder is you're going to be able to take money and feed it back into the vehicles without actually losing money because you still will have your money making money for yourself I think, think this is absolutely fantastic that crypto can really complement what you guys are doing with um your Lamborghini. So you got two, two have been funded, two have been wrapped. Cause I saw two absolutely beautiful. I actually got to sit <laughs> in one of them. I don't think it was your car, oh, but <laughs> I sat in one of them and getting inside that car was super duper daunting. Like I sunk in, I got in acting like I was cute. and <laughs> Literally the seats, you literally sink in it, and it's literally like a shell of a car. Getting in that car for the first time, what were the feelings that you experienced?
1: I think the first time I ever sat in it, um, the car wasn't right, it still had its old um, livery on it. Um, I just sat in just for a, a quick quick seat fitting and I, I did what you did, I sort of sunk into the chair. The chair was too far back and too low down and I was just like, what am I doing in this car? Um, but once I had the seat position sorted out and I, I was sort of up to where I should be, I just felt kind of ready Um, it wasn't intimidating or anything and um, and I guess again going out sort of on my first test I think my first lap in it was the steadiest lap I've ever done because I just wanted to just get used to the car um, and then building on from there I just once I got comfortable with it I just wanted to push and we'll just, just keep getting faster and faster um, but yeah I had a bit of limited track time that day but yeah no it's um it's quite surreal getting in a getting in a car like that <laughs> Yeah, i
0: can imagine because so i sat in there and i was literally like whoa and then i started contemplating how because i'm not very fit so i was contemplating how the heck i was going to get out because <laughs> it was so deep i was thinking i've got to use all of my my muscles to try and get out of this vehicle because i am literally sunk in um but obviously you say you know it's a surreal experience being inside the car but then When you're actually driving, because I know you've done um, a race, I think you said last week, and you've got one that's coming up next week. Um, When you actually get in that car to race... How does it feel because it's such a massive significance in regards to the cryptocurrency community, the hex community, you've not only got the pressure of, you know, um, hexagons and the hex community kind of looking on you um, as the driver of this car that is plastered with the cryptocurrency name, um, but you've also got the pressures of being the driver, being able to come, you know, to to be able to win the races or come in a good place how does all that pressure feel because now you're kind of getting it from more angles because there's
1: more on the line previously in my racing it's only sort of been my reputation on the line and my dad's team's reputation on the line now there's a lot more involved in you've got top cats you've got hex there's a lot more going into it a lot more people counting on you but i think as a racing driver most racing drivers are good at soaking up the pressure that's I mean that's what we do so I'm I'm, I feel pressure but just to make everybody proud and just put put Hex in a good light put Top Cats in a good light and myself as well so there is pressure there but just got to soak it up.
0: Yeah, you just got to soak it up, be, put your big girl pants on and start <laughs> driving really fast. Obviously, now driving this Lamborghini, you've had a lot more interactions with the Hex community um, and a lot more interaction with crypto than you would have had before. Um how do you like? How do you feel about like people? Obviously there's always quite like, when I first got into crypto, I used to think there was just like a whole load of nerdy guys that was um, interested in crypto and they had to be super smart, and probably wear glasses and that was it. <laughs> and then I look at myself and I'm like, I'm the total polar opposite of that. So <laughs> have you had any shocks in kind of how the community is and how they've kind of embraced you in regards to um, being in, like more involved in Hex as a cryptocurrency?
1: Their support, firstly, has been amazing with with the Lamborghinis and with the racing. You know, there's been so many people turning up to the to the launch and to the, to the racing. Um, so the support's been amazing. But I think crypto as a whole, um, I always see it online and hear people talking about it. And I just wasn't, before I was introduced into Hex, I just wasn't too sure about it. Um, you, you see it a lot online and you never know what to believe. Um, but it wasn't until I've met people like yourself and. hear people's stories and actually meeting them and hearing their own personal stories with Hex and or with just cryptocurrency and it's just it's crazy and you can see why it's becoming bigger um, with every day so yeah so just hearing people's stories has sort of inspired me to get on the trend. Yeah.
0: Wicked. so obviously you said the community really supported you for me as a first time being introduced to like the racing scene um so I feel like everyone's kind of on like a journey of like self discovery when it comes yeah. to um, the crypto bits and bobs because like I've came and seen the Lambos, sat in my first ever Lambo, your Lambo, and um, will be attending my first race to watch you drive. Yeah. Um, so I think there's a lot of new experiences for kind of everybody. And it's really good that your, your um, crypto kind of journey started off in this kind of way because it's a very unique way to be introduced to the crypto world um actually to be driving a lamborghini with a cryptocurrency advertised on it do you feel more inspired to do more within crypto
1: yeah for sure i mean there's, there's so many people in the community that are, are willing to help um and they, they want to see you get involved and they want other people to get involved um so i think now i've met people and i've networked people spoke spoke to people about it um it's definitely Sort of push me to, to get some hex and get going on crypto.
0: To hear part two of this great interview, become a subscriber. Click the link in the episode details.